0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 155 of the Live by Design podcast. I am really looking forward to recording today's episode because we are going to dive into cultivating self-confidence and how exactly we go about doing that. Um, And this topic came to mind for me because when, when you join the Live by Design podcast Insiders Facebook group, it's our free Facebook group for all of our podcast listening community, I have a couple questions that I ask, things like, What's your ideal length of a podcast episode? This helps me really purposefully record episodes that serve you well. Um, I ask for your email address so you can be the first to know when every new episode of the podcast drops and when we have special offers like the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass or discounts for the LBD Collective, things like that. The other question that I ask is if there's anything in your day, your routine, or your life that currently feels stressful or heavy to carry, whether that's emotionally, mentally, physically you name it. And the responses to this question, I have just been, I mean, I've been blown away. I have been just so incredibly grateful for the openness with which everybody has shared. And the things, the the themes that keep coming up is Nighttime routines, morning routines, feeling uh, impacted by stress and anxiety, difficulty finding me time, um, not feeling fulfilled at work was a big one that I've seen over and over again. One that I see a lot as well is trying to balance it all, especially for those of us who are, who are maybe in a season of parenthood as well, trying to balance being both mom and you as a person. Um, One person said it really beautifully, raising kids and still being more than mom. I thought that was just so beautifully put. Um, Another person said that parenting, especially in this pandemic age, trying to shape a more fitting career path, needing better morning routines. I hear you there. (laughs) Anxiety being both an inescapable part of their brain and also totally rational given the state of the world today. That one resonated with me so, so deeply because I have recorded episodes about my experiences with anxiety. I am absolutely right there with you. And I'm I'm so grateful for all of these insights that everybody shares. Um, another one is is mom guilt that we see come up a lot. And I actually have a perfect podcast episode coming up about that with a guest that I asked on specifically to answer and to address the mom guilt um topic. But All of these things, when I think about them in totality, I think about how at the heart of it, it's about creating time and space for yourself. And a lot of times it it can feel really hard to do that. And it's almost like we need to lean into growing and cultivating our personal self-confidence in order to make some of those changes. So whether it's making changes in your career, whether it's really um, leaning into and getting support with your mental health, whether it's establishing a morning routine or an evening routine or any number of things, a lot of this if we start with growing some self-confidence, it might make us feel more capable of addressing or shifting or changing some, some of these circumstances in our lives that are maybe less than ideal or not how we envisioned them for ourselves. Right. And the one thing that I have learned through our, our Mel Robbins mini series that we did in the beginning of September is that courage and self-confidence are linked and not necessarily in the way that we might think. It's actually through acts of everyday courage that we start to grow our confidence. So it's not those who are confident then take courageous action. It's that we take courageous action, we do it kind of scared, and that creates confidence. So that's what we're going to dive into during today's conversation. And friend, if you're listening to this episode in real time, I want to invite you to Cultivate some confidence with me. (laughs) Starting on October 13th, we begin the pre-sale for the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass, which is my first course that I've created, and I am so dang proud of this course. It is your opportunity to believe in yourself again, to take back control, to move in the direction of your purpose, and to create that self-confidence that comes from taking everyday action in big, small And in between ways every single day in the direction of your dreams. So the course itself is 14 modules, but I have developed it that so that no module is very long to watch. I mean, some of them are as short as like five minutes. I really want the masterclass to be something that you can take in two to three hours over the course of a weekend or a series of lunch breaks one week or a couple of evenings at night. Once the kids are tucked into bed and you've got maybe an hour to yourself, and you can do it over the course of a few nights. I want it to be something that you take this masterclass at your own pace. You do the inner work with this gorgeous workbook that we created in um, in association with the modules so that you really can feel like you can take those everyday courageous actions, those aligned actions is what we call them in the masterclass, and through that create self-confidence. So we're going to talk about self-confidence today. If you just tune into the podcast and you don't enroll in the masterclass, that's awesome. This podcast is my opportunity to share just free value and teaching insights, encouragement, and action items with you. And if you ever want to take it a step further, hop over to misskatehouse.com slash purpose to enroll in the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass anytime from October 13th on. If you enroll before the end of our pre-sale period, which is October 13th through October the end of the day on October 19th, you can get the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass for its lowest price ever of $77. And if you're listening to this after that time frame, no worries, friend, starting October 20th and going on, the course will be offered at its regular rate of $97, which is still a crazy good value. But it's really important to me to make personal growth curriculum and this inner work accessible, To keep this price point of this initial course below hundred dollars, so that way we can enroll in it, and we can start to take action, and we can start to see these shifts manifest in our lives going forward. So, without further ado, here's today's episode. Hey, friends, and welcome back to the Live by Design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House, health coach, yoga instructor, meditation enthusiast, slow but steady runner boy mama times two, wife to my college sweetheart, and unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. This is our space to come together and explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning, all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. So pop in your earbuds, press play, and together, let's live by design and not default let's dive into today's topic of self-confidence of creating self-confidence so you can really purposely move in the direction of your dreams i think it's so important that we believe in ourselves right that it's important to have coaches and mentors and communities that support us but what if you could draw inside of yourself for that confidence to move forward and i thought i would start with a story So back in 2014, I had my quarter-life crisis, as I call it, and I transitioned from a more traditional workplace in an office to being a yoga teacher. It was like totally on my heart to do. I didn't say it out loud to anybody. And then one day out of the blue, my husband turned to me. We were driving home from dinner at our favorite restaurant out in Illinois in the Chicago suburbs at the time. And he goes, you know who would make a good yoga teacher? You. And I was like flabbergasted. And like almost struck silent, which never happens to me because I was like, oh my gosh, did you like read my innermost thoughts? Because I've been thinking that I want to be a yoga instructor. And I was kind of nervous to to share that because it was such a big departure from the career that I had worked towards through my academic career, basically my whole life. Um, and I wanted to change things up pretty drastically. And I did. I was um really, really grateful that we were in a position where um, I could leave the job I was at at the time. My husbands could uh, support us. It was just the two of us and our family at the time. And I could take that time. I worked part-time at Lululemon to get in community with other people in the fitness and health and wellness world um, in the Western suburbs of Chicago. And I did my yoga teacher training. And then in addition to that, I, s- I started teaching. And eventually, I stopped working at Lululemon, which let's be honest, is probably the best thing for my budget because I probably spent as much money working there on the apparel um, as I did actually making money working. But I still wear a lot of the clothes I bought there <laughs> to this day. They last forever. Um But when I first started teaching yoga, I remember – just throwing myself into it and teaching anywhere and everywhere that would let me teach once I was certified. And if I spent more money on gas money, getting to the YMCA and the, like this obscure Northern suburb so far away from where I lived, so be it because it was just giving me the opportunity to get the words out and to teach. And once I just kept showing up and kept showing up and kept showing up, I got better. So if I were to describe to you like newbie yoga teacher, Kate, Um, her voice quivered a little bit. I was super nervous. I sweat a ton. Thank goodness I taught hot yoga. So it didn't look weird <laughs> to be sweating a bunch. Um, but I was like, I was so nervous. My heart would be quick, really quickly. Um, I would have my entire sequence, the physical sequence of the movements written out in great detail, like cueing reminders for myself of what to say to get people in specific postures, like the physical asana practice of yoga, um there was just so much to remember. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, my favorite yoga teachers made this look so easy. Why is this so hard for me? But the really cool thing is that I just kept mustering up enough courage to show up and teach one more class, one more class, one more class. And over the course of time, I actually became a really good yoga teacher. I mean, I love teaching yoga. I actually teach yoga in my dreams. Sometimes it's like the funniest thing, but I wake up like super Zen. So I'm here for it. Um, but this is just the power of showing up over and over and over again and doing it kind of scared. So over time, I got to this place where I could sit down, I could plan out the the yoga class, the movements, the playlist, the lesson. I always like to incorporate some sort of learning or growth opportunity. Of course I did, right? Because this is exactly what I do on the podcast now, but some sort of opportunity for self reflection or self growth. And I got to the point where I could sit down and do that at the start of the week. And then it was just in my brain for when I would teach and I didn't need to have my notebook and all of my notes and, and all of these different things, my voice sounded stronger and I still sweat, but not quite as much as before. Because um, I do think you might feel a little nervous if something is really important to you and teaching yoga was, is and was really important to me. So there was still a little bit of those nerves and I think that's okay. But over time, the self-confidence grew and I think I know that that was very largely do in part from the courage to just keep showing up. (laughs) So when I think about you listening to this episode and wondering like, how do I cultivate self-confidence? It really is through those everyday acts of courage. That's why we did a whole mini series on Mel Robbins work with the five second rule, because the five second rule is when you have this push or this moment in your mind, when you know that the thing that you want to do to move you closer to the dream or the goal you're working towards, you have a moment where you realize, oh, I need to act on it now. And you have five seconds to count down five, four, three, two, one, and then launch yourself into action to get it done, or the moment will pass and you will stay where you are <laughs> in in action. Um, and the five second rule is what helps us get into action. And so my takeaway from that is that it is all in the doing. I say this on the podcast all the time, but nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling um, any of the ways that these incredible women who've joined our Facebook community have shared, whether you're feeling anxious or you're experiencing mom guilt, or you're just having a really hard time balancing it all, Um, I'm right there with you. I'm constantly learning how to balance it all or how to prioritize different things at different seasons, but it all starts with change. So if something isn't working and you're not actively doing anything to, to shift it or to change it. Nothing changes if nothing changes. And so, my encouragement to you today, friend, in this, in this little episode is to challenge yourself to do one new or different thing. So, if you're feeling stuck, how can you take a fresh approach? And I'm not saying that you need to like throw in the towel and, and take a, a 180 degree turn or whatever like drastic step comes to mind. Um, sometimes you just need to shake things up a little bit. And that doesn't even necessarily need to be directly related to the thing that you're feeling. Um, It might just be something that's fun, something that puts you in this really um, joyful place. And sometimes once you're in that joyful place or that place of abundance or just feeling a little less stressed in that moment, that can allow you the time and the space to have clarity about the, the more root issue. And so what are some things that you can do? I would suggest try to do something that you enjoyed from when you were a kid. Maybe something that you lost to adulthood, whether that was coloring. I mean, there's a reason there are adult coloring books because it's super soothing and it's really fun to do. Um, Maybe you've wanted to sign up for a dance class and you felt self-conscious about it or, or whatever the case might be. Sign up for the class, take the class. Uh, maybe you've wanted to try martial arts and you're like, you know what, I'm going to enroll in that adult karate class because that just sounds like something that really interests me. Maybe you want to write creatively and you take off the pressure from having to share it with anybody and you just write for the fun of it and for yourself. Um, for me, this looks like in the spring when the weather is warmer again, enrolling in horseback riding lessons again. I've always loved Riding horses now that we live in the country. I'm like, I literally have no excuse not to. I I have neighbors with horses. Um, so I want to find a stable and start riding again because it's just something that makes me really happy. And when I do things in my week that make me feel really fulfilled, it allows me to, to feel even more courageous. I can take those everyday acts of courage, which then creates that self confidence. So you get to decide. The cool thing about cultivating confidence through everyday acts of courage is that you have all the agency. You have all the power to make this happen. You just have to choose to. And I know that can be really hard in seasons when you already feel overwhelmed or you already feel stuck. And so to you, friend, I would say start small. Don't try to like hike to the top of Everest on your first go. Um, hike to, you know, the next tree. Sometimes when I'm running and I'm getting back into running after a season of not, um, especially like after my pregnancies, I would tell myself, just run to the next mailbox <laughs> and then you can take a walk break, like literally just make it to the next mailbox. Um, now I live in the country and the mailboxes are sometimes like a quarter mile apart. So I have to run a little bit farther nowadays, but it's a really great way of just getting yourself going and then giving yourself permission to take a walk break or to pause and reflect like, how did that feel? Um, is that something I want to continue doing? Is it helping me get a little unstuck? Is it helping me think of a new or a different approach? Um, so that's my suggestion to you, friend. It's just start small. If you feel stuck and you know that having um, an evening routine to set up your day for the next day proactively would be helpful, start with one thing. Start with packing your kids' lunches the night before. Start with laying out your clothes. (laughs) Start with committing to uh, waking up 30 minutes earlier so you can have time for yourself to take a a slightly more leisurely shower, right? Just start with one thing and then allow it to grow from there. Um, We talk a lot about habit stacking. Anytime we talk about James Clear, who's one of like the fathers of modern day habit research and Um, The idea is that you take something that you're already doing and either before or after the current habit, you can add something new. And so I wouldn't suggest that you go and start eight new things because that's not sustainable. But what if you just added one thing? What if when you came home from work, you put on your workout clothes? Or what if when you wake up in the morning, you go hop in the shower and you get dressed and you do all this 30 minutes earlier than normal. So you feel a little bit more settled as you go into the rest of the day. So that's your action item today, friend. I want you to pick one thing that you can do that helps you start to approach things in a new way, helps you get into that joyful spirit, or just helps you shake things up. It gives you a new perspective or a new approach to something that is feeling difficult. So don't um, don't go out and change everything all at one time, um, but I just want you to try one thing. So the equivalent of showing up and teaching just one more yoga class, <laughs> showing up and recording just one more podcast episode, right? These are all things that in my own personal life, I've had to just keep doing in order to get past those super nervous feeling and um, the sweatiness and the, the nervous energy um, with time and with action, with courageous action, then the confidence starts to come from that. So that's my encouragement to you, friend. Pick one small thing and start doing it today. And maybe your courageous thing is enrolling in the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass because you're ready to do a couple hours of really specific, curated, personal growth right alongside me. And if you ever get stuck while you're in the course or you have questions, you can email me at any time and I would love to be there to support you, friend. Again, that's over at MissKateHouse.com slash purpose or scroll down in your listening app now. That's my son knocking on the door. So, time to wrap up this episode. <laughs> okay, so I just have to tell you guys the reason that my little guys and my husband were knocking on the basement door, which is right next to where I record, is because there is a bald eagle flying over our backyard. And when you look up bald eagles and what seeing one of them can mean... I've talked about this on the podcast before, it means courage. So I had to share that with you here because we are talking about cultivating self-confidence through everyday acts of courage. So if you needed a sign from the universe that it is time to take some courageous action, allow me to share this bald eagle sighting with you because my commitment to myself is that every time I see a bald eagle, which I see maybe, I don't know, four or five times a year living here, um, I commit to that day doing something that. Is courageous something that makes me a little nervous and my palms a little, a little sweaty or clammy. Um, but something that I know that I want to do, um, I use that as the like impetus to get myself into action. So I will be thinking about what courageous action I will be taking after this recording ends, and I hope that you do the same as well, friend. All right, friend, that brings us to the end of another Live by Design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope that you are walking away with at least one little nugget of information that you didn't have before, or one action item that you are going to start implementing in your life starting right now. And speaking of implementing change in your own life, if you haven't already joined our free community Facebook group, I would love for you to become a Live by Design podcast insider. You can join us over at misskidhouse.com slash community to be automatically redirected to a Facebook group, all focused on releasing overwhelm, getting unstuck, and finally taking aligned action in the direction of your dreams. We have such a beautiful community of kind and supportive people there, and I can't wait for you to join us. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would first subscribe to the show through whatever listening app you prefer, and second, to rate the show with five stars over on Apple Podcasts and leave us a one or two sentence review. That is seriously the kindest way that you can thank me for hosting the show week after week, totally for free, serving you from the heart with so much love and so much heart. I will be back in your earbuds again soon. And until then, friend, spread some joy, make someone smile.